at first glance, just between us, looks like any other YouTube channel, with two chatty friends making videos and answering random viewer questions. But the advice show is actually scripted, and it's really a guise for comedians Allison Raskin and Gabby Dunn to feature their comedy. The two comedians play caricatures, or worse versions of themselves, as they say, an odd couple with uptight, straight-laced Allison in contrast to Gabby's unapologetic, militant feminism. While casually lounging on an overstuffed couch, they field relationshipy questions like, how do I get better at sex? And how do you date a bi girl? But the pair have said that Just Between Us is more about showcasing two funny best friends than it is about answering viewer questions. But when useful relationship advice happens, it's often on point. This week we have a local question from Caitlin in California. Hey Caitlin! Do you hear me? Do boys like it when girls are funny? This question upsets me. Oh, every question upsets you. Maybe that's my whole problem. Maybe I'm too funny. I think you're the funniest person I've ever met. Really? Yes. I'm gonna be alone forever. I would rather you be funny, and I would rather be funny, than cater to some guy who doesn't like funny girls. Yeah, I guess, I get that on an intellectual level, but, you know, how much fun is it saying knock-knock jokes out loud to yourself? Who cares what guys like? Are you going to live your life by what some guy likes? Bitch Media Associate Editor Amy Lamb sat down with Gabby and Allison to talk about being comedy partners, fake-slash-real advice experts, and what happens when a joke fails terribly. I wonder, where did it come from? Because it's just the two of you sitting on a couch in somebody's apartment. You guys don't live together, right? No, no. In the origin of the show, we do. Yeah. It came from a place of desperation. Um, We were both frustrated with our careers and lives and wanted to be productive. And we thought, how can we be productive with the lowest production value? (laughs) Yeah, I had one friend with a camera. And I had done some YouTube stuff, but nothing, like just vlogging stuff. And um, we were like sitting at a diner and we just were like, let's come up with what can we do? We'll answer stupid questions and we'll just make up the questions. And so the first few episodes is just Allison making up the questions. And um, yeah, and then it kind of also came from because we became friends really quickly and then we kind of got into it really quickly. Like there was not really any small talk. So our conversations were already just like I was like, someone should be recording this because this is insane. Uh, and then it kind of grew from those two, the, the extremes of those two personalities. But why give advice? Because like, you two can kind of hang out together and talk about anything, but why choose like the route of giving advice, I guess? Well, the show is not about giving advice. That's the big ruse is that we're horrible at giving advice. Um, we wanted just a structure where we could really work on characters um, and have it with the format um, in order to like be successful on YouTube and with the web series it's all about consistency and so this was like a format that we knew we could do once a week religiously um but yeah honestly the advice is not at all what the show is about but you do but you do give advice and sometimes it's really good advice (laughs) that's those are the episodes I hate the most (laughs) yeah sometimes well I think um we we wanted a way to showcase the two characters like total different personalities uh, and the reaction to stuff and how it kind of started out with Allison as gallant and me as goofus. And then it became like two goofuses. 
uh, that's the that's the trick that we pulled is that the, everyone was supposed to be like, yeah, I agree with Allison. Gabby's out of her mind. And then it kind of has slowly shifted to they're both out of their minds, um, which is great. So I think like I feel more of a pull to give actual advice just because our fans are so young. But tr- but a lot of times the the episodes that are like sketches where we have a question and then we don't even answer the question are the ones that turn out better. <laughs> Yeah, to me, it's a comedy show, and it's an odd couple comedy show. Um, and the the questions are a way to to highlight our differing opinions. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we do some episodes because we do have like this wonderful audience um, that are more meaningful. Like we did one about my OCD, and also about like Gabby's bisexuality and coming out and all that stuff. And so those are the times when we like kind of. I think we can still do it in a funny way, but I'm more addressing the actual question. But other than that, we try to kind of keep it more like a character comedy show with this strange format of questions. This week, we have an international question that people all over the world want to know the answer to. So it's international and that it's both from another country and people... <clears throat> Marco from Indonesia. How do you know if someone likes you? Do you have a ring on your finger, Marco? I think if uh, you want to know if someone likes you, just ask them if they like you, right? Right, like, Gabby, do you like me? <laughs> a good way to tell if someone likes you is if they want to spend a lot of time with you. Ooh. If they come up with an excuse to see you all the time, for example, a web show. Well, I don't know. I don't know if that's true because I've had many boyfriends who almost never want to hang out with me. Um, but then in the end, they didn't like you. <laughs> well, can you describe like what your characters are for yeah, just between yeah. us? Uh, yeah, my character is um, sort of like neurotic and uh, anxious and also kind of abides by old school rules of what it means to be a woman and that marriage is the most important thing in the world and that uh, is kind of afraid of sex um, and then Gabby is the exact opposite of that. <laughs> yeah, so it's like heightened versions of ourselves. Like if we if if we had no self-awareness, these are what these characters would be. So mine is also like just a, a in, just insane like um very mili- militant feminist, which I sort of am in real life. I'm more like sort my of. I'm more like my character than Allison is like her character. But yeah, like bisexual, sexually aggressive, um very like into like I don't know. I, I can't even say it's a character because this morning I opted out of the TSA screening and she was like, was that some sort of political protest? And I was like, you bet. Like, it's yeah, very... I'd say, I'd say Gabby's pretty much Gabby and I'm playing the worst version of myself five <laughs> years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. So if Gabby's pretty much Gabby, but Allison, if, if you're sort of playing this caricature of yourself and because you, like, you're using your name and you are you on the show, like, do you worry that people will think this is actually you? All of the time. And then what, I mean, what do you get, what will you do with that? Uh, what I do is things like this, where you clarify. I also have a Tumblr, and on my Tumblr, I'm my actual self. On my Twitter, I'm my actual self. Um, yeah. I think that sometimes people think our show is a vlog, and I say that it's not a vlog. It's a scripted series. Um, I think one of the hardest things about doing a show like this is sometimes people are like, it's it, like you and Gabby are like, you're funny together. And it's like, we know, like, we're comedians, you know? So there's, like, a level of, like, misunderstanding that we don't understand what we're doing. And we do understand what we're doing. Yeah. Um, the worst is, like, condescension from, like, 
men in the industry too who are like, you guys are like, you really got something. And we're like, yeah, we fucking know. Like, or we're just, you know, we're traditional comedy partners and people yeah. think that we kind of like fell into this thing, but it's something that we've been working on and growing with and mm-hmm. figuring it out and personalizing. In that vein, I wanted to know more about like, how do you put a joke together? Mm. How does that happen? Because I mean, when I, like, like I say, like I'm saying, when I watch your videos, it just seems like, it just comes to you, you know, but, yeah. but if you're doing stand up and you're, you have to like construct a joke and everything, like, how does that work? What's the process like? Um, some jokes are like handed to you, like a beautifully wrapped gift and other jokes you have to like dig for them and then they're never as good. <laughs> um, so yeah, a lot of times, I mean, I'm like that crazy person who I'm like talking to my friends, joking around that if someone laughs a little harder than normal I go hmm and then I write it down on my phone or in my notebook and you just like keep a log of like what's working what's not and then I get Gabby this funny is this funny is this funny and I'm like yes it's funny how is this is this funny yes it's funny but like I she also like carefully constructs her tweets too like she'll like spend as much time like carefully constructing a tweet than anybody I've ever seen do it. Garrett does it too. My boyfriend will sit and construct tweets. Who has a, who's got more followers? Is that? It's, it's you. Great. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I think, um, I think it comes from a lot of places. I mean, honestly, I think it, there's some people, no offense, who are never going to be funny. Um, yeah. I think it's an innate thing. But I, I think it's the most similar to something like a musical ability. Like you have to have that spark and then it's something that you honestly have to harness and practice and get better and just like keep doing. Um, I'm like a much better joke writer now than I was a couple years ago. Me too. Um, yeah, and then it, it like it's got to come from like a place of truth and things that are funny and then you save things and wording is very important wording for written stuff it's like obviously and then in just between us I mean a lot of it is also just delivery and figuring out the best way to deliver it using weird words uh saying things in a weird way pronouncing things weird and like doing like I think in just between us a lot of it is like shocking the other person saying something to like surprise the other person I think also a lot of what works in Just Between Us is our pacing and that we have very different pacings. Like Gabby, I yell at her all the time, we'll just ramble and go on and talk forever, you know? And like, if we were both that, it wouldn't work. And if we were both just like one-liner, 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 it wouldn't work. Um, so it's like a balancing act. In terms, so I, like, I'm talking a lot about your successful jokes and things that like I loved and cracked me up, but I'm wondering if there are like, not just from Just Between Us, but in your stand-up or other comedy things, if you had like a joke that you did or that you thought was going to be successful, but it totally bombed and what happens when that happens or what was that joke? Oh, this is going to be shock. Maybe not. There's a, I'm, this is a shocking, I'm so glad that there was no Twitter or anything when I was first starting because when I did stand up in college, my jokes were like misogynist. Like my jokes were like very anti-feminist. Um, I had, th- I had this sort of, what I call the Tina Fey brand of feminism, which is like that where I thought that because I had glasses and wore cardigans, I was better than other girls. And but I like would have called myself a feminist, that is but a I was real so burn wrong. on Tina Fey. It is. Well, she hates sex workers, and she's she's like got she's real backwards about her feminism. But anyway, so I I um, ha- felt that way too, and um, and I thought that I had to like 
be part of the boys in order to like succeed instead of just being like oh they're not funny either so a lot of my jokes were like now I'm like oh god these were I these were very like I would never say that now so I think you start out wanting to like impress people and then you have to and then you're like wait a minute let me do some critical thinking and like okay this is this is what I really feel or this is like more me rather than just like let me say the thing that boys will laugh at. So that is a dark period. And they did well with dudes, but oh boy, they were not good. I bomb all the time. Um, <laughs> like, I mean, you know, you do open mics and you're writing new jokes every week and I'm not as active in stand-up as I used to be, but yeah, I bomb constantly. And then you have shows and it bombs and then the next night you do the same jokes and it does great. And it's, you know, you can't blame the audience a lot of times it's like how committed I am to the joke what mood I'm in my delivery of that joke um yeah all the time I, I bomb <laughs> so what do you do when, I mean I can't even imagine standing there and being in a room full of people and you you just like put your, you literally just oh, put yeah. your workout and then you're standing there and like nothing like how does that feel oh, I guess you just, you just keep going you kind of black out yeah, it's terrible. I mean, it's awful. It's yeah. really terrible. What I I think one of the biggest things for me is if I can bomb on a joke and then my next joke can do well is like a really big sign of like getting better. Yeah. Um, it's like not giving up in the middle of your set just because something didn't go over well. Um, I just, but yeah, it hardens you. You have to be hardened and that's my journey that I'm yeah. actively working towards and you failing at. have like a weird out-of-body experience where you're like, where a part of me before every show I'll, I go... I go, it's fine. It's 10 minutes. It's 10 minutes. And then after that, you can eat whatever you want. You know what I mean? Like, and then, and then after that, you can drink water and breathe and you'll be like, I'm just like, how hard is 10 minutes? You sit on your couch and watch a show for an hour. 10 minutes is nothing. You're going to be great. Like, that's what I say. Like, if it goes badly, you have a bad 10 minutes in a 24 hour day. And like, I have to like talk myself out of like thinking that it's a big deal. Are you just going to go out there? You're going to talk to some people for 10 minutes? Everybody could do that. Like, just like, not like weirdly therapizing yourself. That was Amy Lamb talking with Gabby Dunn and Allison Raskin, whose show Just Between Us can be found on YouTube. 